Hello, everybody. This is Sione with Lunchtime Football Talk. We're back for our week recap of week zero and zero. predictions of week two or week one. This zero week is messing me up. We're just going <laughs> to skip out on week one altogether. No good games going on there. We're just going straight to week two. Week two. Uh, we got Buckeye Burt right here. Buckeye Burt back in the house. Lunchtime Football Talk. Episode two of season two. Could not be more excited to be back at it again, baby. Let's talk some football. And then we have somebody else here. <laughs> That's right. We got Nate back here. Hey, what's up, guys? It's good to be back. Season two. This is the season two debut. So excuse me if I'm a little bit rusty. <laughs> and everyone's favorite person to love and hate the college football hipster mostly hate <laughs> episode two recapping seasons or week zero predicting week one I, i'm so jumbled right now i don't know yeah, what's going on it's very jumbled <laughs> what year is it <laughs> all right what what are the obviously it's uh 2008 because herb street's projecting utah to play alabama so clearly we've gone back way herb in time. street you mean oh uh, man good or, time. Or corso, corso see i'm, I'm all corso. jumbled well, Corso is already senile, and he's lost his marbles. So, <laughs> I like what he called. What did he say? I'm picking the canes. And, and he put on the Gators hat. <laughs> and then everyone's like, what? Like, what do you mean? And they're, like, trying to, like, egg him on, and he still doesn't get it. It's like, get this guy off of here. Like, I'm sorry. It's <laughs> and then just he's, sad. Then he's doing, like, the tomahawk chop wave. Yeah. Almost. <laughs> That's, like, his only move these days. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about week one. Or week, week zero. zero. Week sorry. Zero. See? I'm terrible. All jumbled up. What one do you want to start with? He had a couple good matchups this week. Uh, I, I think Nate's coming in swinging. What? Did you watch both of them? Uh, yeah, so I went back. Nice. I didn't watch the Miami-Florida game live, but that was a more exciting game than the score would let you know. Um, yes. A lot of turnovers in that game. A lot of fumbles that were recovered by Miami. It was a really kind of a funny game. But Ugly. Sloppy. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was a fun game to watch overall. Totally agree. Totally agree. I, I thought it was very sloppy. It was also the highest rated football game ESPN had since 2016. And I did some more research on that. It was the it was the Ohio State Michigan foot game where the it was the the first down game. Which one? The one that went into overtime where yeah. it was like JT Barrett was running for the first down on fourth down and whatever. And he That's like, the one. Yeah, that was a very controversial call, but I remember that game. I was in Columbus for that one. That was wild. That so was much the game. PI. There was yeah. so much PI. Trucking constantly, constantly oh, everybody. Uh, and this just in, Jaron Williams just got sacked again. Ah, <laughs> that poor guy. That guy's not going to make it the whole season. That, yeah. He got sacked so he got sacked 10 times. Florida's defense was yeah. just wreaking havoc on that poor dude. Just absolutely obliterating him. I mean, every single play it was like he was just swarmed. Just on that third swarmed. step every single time. Yep. Boom, guy in his face. Guy in a his couple face. times it was he was, he took his first step back and all of a sudden there's three guys to the line. You're like, "Whoa." <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. It was a free rush almost. Those tackles are just getting bullied. Yeah, and... especially with two true fre- well, one true freshman, one redshirt freshman tackle and then they said the center making his first start that's a lot of inexperience yes. at a very mm-hmm. important area on the field uh didn't stop dj dallas though that guy can ball that you guy like is DJ dallas? so good oh my goodness he's nice he like just so electric out of nowhere he just came bursting out like man i was really impressed by that guy that was my big takeaway for those guys i saw a Miami herald interview he had they said uh well he said 
people are going to swag jack us now for them rings. <laughs> <laughs> like a brass that is so rings. true, though. Yeah. That is so true, though. Uh, not, not a fan of the new 305 necklace. Dude, I like that's it. That's too bad. I, I, like the, I like the old U-chain. I'm the serious. I like, like it, 305, man. we rep that. Yeah. Hey. That city, man. <laughs> 305 all the way. Uh, can we talk about how big of a knucklehead Felipe Franks is for a second? <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, <laughs> those are two of the worst interceptions that I have seen, like just not even paying attention. Uh, I thought you were talking about his post-game interview. Oh, oh, I didn't even all see the it. Above, was not that the one where he was, was acting was... like he won the Super Bowl, basically? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, was he? Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, to be gosh. fair, there were 95,000 fans in attendance. That's true. That, that was, was crazy. That was great. That first kickoff, man, I got goosebumps. I'm like, all right, we back. That it's was official. Compare that to the Hawaii game later on where there's like 25 people there. Yeah, you looked into the stands <laughs> and it looked like a high school game. <laughs> that game kicked off at what, 4.30 Hawaii time? That's like, that's when the waves are coming in just yeah, right. Like, they got better things to do. Yeah. They got better things to do. That Hawaii game was a lot of fun to watch. Uh, oh, my goodness. Fun. That was a really fun game. Back and forth. Yeah. No defense to be found. None. Yeah. Cole McDonald is my candidate for the most frustrating football player in college football this year. Four touchdowns, four, four interceptions. interceptions. Oh and, like, goodness. some bad interceptions and some beautiful throws, like some easily professional-level oh, throws. Yeah. And then some picks that you're like, oh, uh, you're what were you going with that? Like, what were you looking? 20 yards to the right. Where were you going with that, buddy? One of them wasn't his fault, in fairness. But the other three, yeah. Who was the uh, – didn't a receiver for Hawaii catch, like, four touchdowns or something? Bird. Yeah. yeah bird guy. Yeah, like 200-something yards. Four touchdowns, 222 yards. Yeah. That was unreal. Good for him. Have a day. Yeah, real fast. Attaboy. Attaboy. And the uh, that ending, man, that tackle at the one-yard line, that was what, like, the, the Titans-Rams game? Oh the, the Super Bowl yes. back. Yeah, it yes, was, like, the yes. exact same thing, like, reaching for the end zone, tackled at the one, at the like, one. just short. And it was yeah. the defensive lineman who yeah, ended up getting him. chased yeah. him down. I'm not a big Zona fan, um, obviously, Pac-12, but um, Khalil Tate, i got to feel bad for the guy. Yeah. He does not look good. Yeah, well, I mean, He's trying to do it all himself. He's got his, no help. Yeah, you yep, look at his yep. stat line and, like, it looks good. I mean, he had like 400 all-purpose yards. But you watch him in the game, you're like, he just doesn't look good. Yeah, and jumping ahead to, like, how much time does Kevin Sumlin have left there? Like, how much time? I give him not a lot of time. So you, are you there. saying that Arizona's hitting the panic button? <laughs> oh, my, <laughs> oh my <gosh>. God. <laughs> this podcast is now sponsored by Gimmicks. <laughs> <laughs> We're like your morning radio show now. Oh, I love it. What uh, impressed me about Arizona is they did have a pretty strong pass rush, all things considered. They were only bringing like three or four at a time, and they were still getting a ton of pressure. That could be just Hawaii has a battle line. They actually looked really small comparatively to Arizona. They looked like a high school team versus a college team. But, um, yeah, I, they were getting chewed up in the zone. Like, yeah. the holes in their zone were just – they weren't even throwing the ball super far downfield, Hawaii, but they were just picking apart and, like, weak holes in the zone. How much did Arizona give up on that game, uh, yards-wise? A lot. Oh, God, I don't know. Uh, Defense, like 436 passing yards. Woof. Wow! Yeah, defense Yikes. got six turnovers and they still lost. That's <laughs> yep. bad. Yep. That's bad. Uh, all right. Well, that's our recap of Week Zero. Well, I got one more thing to say about oh, Week go Zero. Ahead. Uh, thank you, Arizona, for further delegitimizing the Pac-12. <laughs> really appreciate Shout that. Out. There. <laughs> it's gonna. I don't care, <laughs> really, who you are in the Pac-12. If you're playing Hawaii, you should probably win. If you're not Oregon State. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there was, you know, Villanova-Colgate we can, we can chat about. 
Uh, Youngstown State, Samford. Everyone can go ahead and skip remember two minutes. <laughs> remember when Stevie G said that most people probably hate rather than love the college football hipster? This is case in point right here. <laughs> I slept through the second half of the Youngstown State, Samford game. It was just on TV. <laughs> made, made for good napping background sounds. All right, there we go. That was our week one. Re- week week zero. zero. Sorry. Now we're going to go to week one. This week zero is made up. I don't believe in it. It's Big big week zero. It's yeah. all propagated it's all by the liberal media. Yeah. It's it's the cal- it's big calendar. They're, big tra- calendar. <laughs> They're big trying to calendar. make us believe there's a week zero now. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, what do we oh that's right, the big game. We have the holy war this week. Oh. Ooh, are we gonna jump right into it? Yeah, we should. Dang, where's the enthusiasm here? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's sheer terror. Let me make a public service announcement. All the Utah fans out there listening right now, calm down. You're going to want to freak out after this game, but understand, understand, oh, and James Cummings. Yeah. (laughs) We always hold back in the first game, especially offensively. We're going to run basic coverages. We're going to not do a whole lot offensively. We're not going to reinvent the wheel. We're not going to win by a whole lot, I don't think. Do you think we're not even going to open it up a little bit against BYU? I mean, yeah, if, like, if it was NIU on Thursday, yeah, I could see us not opening up the playbook. But, I mean, BYU, like, I could see us showing a little bit more than we usually do. I mean, it's it's still it, – I don't want to say it matters, but it still kind of matters. What's yeah. hard is there's nobody on that BYU roster that scares you at all. Like, you, besides that quarterback, what's his name? Zach Wilson. Zach, Zach Wilson. Wilson. Mm-hmm. He's an above-average quarterback on a team full of scrubs. Well, yep. our D-line is going to – remember the, uh, the Miami-Florida game? Let's see, a, let's see a repeat with that Utah D-line, though. Oh, man. Sack Lake City coming back with a vengeance. Hopefully. Yeah. I just hope Bradley and I and Lucky Foe, too, just go off in that game. And I have a feeling that they will. Um, but, yeah, I think it's still going to be a close game. I mean, everyone's going to freak out. We're still – I feel like we're going to win. It's going to be close. Everyone's still going to freak out and say, oh, my God, we're not as good as we thought we were, blah, blah, blah. It's the first game. We're working out the cobwebs. It's against a rival. It's tough. That's a tough first game. In their house. Yeah. In, in their, their house. house. Exactly. Lavelle. Eight o'clock at night. Yep. Very polite fans. I've been there. It's weird. <laughs> What's really? The, yeah. I've been I there, there. They were assholes. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I was talking about Youngstown State versus Colgate with them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> incarnate word against uh, TBD. I went to Provo oh, two oh, years TBD. ago. Are they still undefeated? Uh, oh, God. <laughs> Won the division. Always. They won the division four championship last Stacking year. Stacking that roster. <laughs> no, but I went to Provo two years ago for the game, and I will never go back. Most miserable college football atmosphere I've ever been in in my life, hands down. Well, was it Bradley and I said? There's nothing worse than playing in front of sixty thousand <laughs> yeah, sober yeah. white people. Uh, and true words the quote of the century, my king. <laughs> um, I'm predicting a big Britton Covey game. He grew up in the oh, state yeah, of Utah. Oh, he's coming back, right? Yep. He mm-hmm. grew up in the state of Utah. This means a lot to him, so I can see him going off. And this is right before he gets injured because he is tiny and therefore yep. very fragile. I watched the press conference with uh, Coach Witt yesterday, um, and he said that both Britton Covey and Zach Moss are good to go, and they will be playing on Saturday or Thursday. Because everyone was, everyone was like, oh, Zach Moss like has a broken hand or something, and Covey's still recovering or whatever, but... He doesn't need a he doesn't need one of his hands to run the rock. Yeah. He, he just needs one to carry it high and tight. Yep. And then an arm to kind of cover. Especially not against BYU. Did Covey he hurt his knee, right? Something ACL, like right? That. I yeah. thought it was like torn an ACL, ACL or something like that. Yeah. Championship game? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yep. Yep. So he's been recovering all off season. 
This makes you feel a lot better looking at BYU's roster. There is nothing on this. Squally Canada is no longer there. I didn't realize he was a senior last year. That makes me feel a lot better because he was at least decent. And now, I mean, was he there last year? Going to run the football? Yeah, yeah. He was was part of our all-name team. Oh, Squally. That's right, (laughs) Squally. I mean, they're they're running backs. You got freshmen, 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 freshmen. You know, running against what ESPN predicts is the best defensive line in the country. Feel a lot better about one of this the game best. now. I'd say they're top, top, top five. Two, probably. They, they top were rated five. as number one. I think Dang. Auburn's is really good. Yeah. I think Auburn was three. Bama was two, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah I'm pretty, pretty stoked. What's going to be the atmosphere like in the state of Utah if, well, at least Salt Lake City, if BOU actually pulls this off? I won't know because I'll hang myself. Deep, deep depression. Yeah, I'm, so. uh, I'm taking the elevator up to the ninth floor and yeeting myself <laughs> right off the building. <laughs> Craig and I were talking about it today. If that happens, we're both going to go up there, we're going to join hands, and then we're going to throw our arms back and just yeet. Just <laughs> lean for it. <laughs> right into the fountain. No, it'll be absolutely miserable because BYU will have been waiting, what, nine years to shove it back in our face, and it'll be, yeah, it'll be so unbearable. Luckily, there's no BYU fans in my office. So, um, Do well, they play nice. again next year or no? I think Ooh. they do. Yes, but it's like third game. Yeah, I don't know what game hmm. it is, but I'm pretty sure that they have it on the schedule. I think that's you know what game I'm excited for. Is it Clemson Georgia Tech? In twenty 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 six, oh. Utah opens. I think opens the season against Arkansas. Arkansas. It's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. And Who's then two the coach years, over there right now. Two years later, Chad Morris. Yeah, Chad Morris. That sounds right. Former Clemson offensive coordinator, and then went to SMU. All right, guys. What other? Thursday night game we got going on. I think one more thing on the the Utah Utes BYU game. Yeah, who is our linebacker? Devin and I say Lloyd. and I say that one because like we do, we only have like one linebacker now. We got for like what Francis Bernard. Francis we Bernard. Had the, we had the Penn State tra- um, transfer. He retired up to and pursue quit. Oh, a yeah. business opportunity. Yeah. Right. I don't know what that means, but like he's selling weed. Yeah, I, I yeah. guess. Yeah, there, there's the one. Was he like a freshman? Uh, or is he I don't, a true, true I don't know maybe? what year Devin Lloyd is, but he's the guy that's replacing it. So it's going to be Francis Bernard and Devin Lloyd. Yeah. And I mean, Coach Witt seems to talk highly about him. He says it's not much of a drop off, but we'll see. I don't well, know. And we have one of the best secondaries that I think Utah's really ever had. I'm excited for the oh, Blackman yeah. safety experience. Like our experiment, that's that'll be fun. Yeah, that's a big position on the Utah defense. I think he'll do yeah. a good job. Mm-hmm. I mean, God, we've sent what the last two starters have gone pro. Yep, and then we got good pros too. Yeah, we got Jalen Johnson, Javelin Guidry. Uh, who else is back there? All time cool name for a defensive back, Javelin. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. It's basically worried because every it's tackle like you're a like, human oh, missile. yeah, right. <laughs> he jabbed him. <laughs> uh, side note, uh, that guy Tuttle. The quarterback? Oh, yeah. He didn't get the starting He's job. Not even nope, starting, not even in starting in Indiana. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Also, um, just random that made me think of this, uh, the Washington State grad transfer is mm-hmm. not starting. He didn't. Oh, yeah. Uh, Gubrud. Gage Gubrud. Gage Gubrud. Gerbrud. Gerbrud. Whatever. We had, the, the, did, Gerber, the Gerber guy. We had a guy mm-hmm. transfer out to Washington State, or he transferred in? Uh, so he transferred in from Eastern Washington. Oh, Eastern oh Washington? yeah, sorry. This I think he, he had like 12,000 all-purpose yards or something like that. Like oh. something ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and everyone's expecting him to win, but it's like the long-time backup. So you're like, oh, great. Like another Mike Leach backup is going to play for one year, throw for 5,000 yards, and just be phenomenal because that's what Mike Leach teams do. 
I just think it's funny we're starting to see the trend of transferring starting to blow up in people's faces like there's all this hype around like the transfer portal everybody's talking about yep. that during the offseason and then all of a sudden Tate Martell goes to his third school and still doesn't get the starting job uh, I, what, I, what I, is sorry there was another quarterback who just didn't get the job and announced at UW. And yeah, he's, yeah, he's transferring to Fresno State. Um, even though he's going to graduate like in December, and you're like, dude, just be grad transfer, like get yeah. instant eligibility. Should have just waited. Yeah, uh, Jake Eason was named as the starter, and the kid's just like, I'm out. Like, peace. I'm going to go yep. transfer. I was reading something funny, and it was saying the domino effect in the transfer portal um, that Jake Fromm, like the Jacob Eason, and then Jake Fromm taking over at Georgia, like the domino effect, because then you had. Fields going to Ohio State. State. You had Tate going to Miami. Mm -hmm. um, and there was, like, one other one that was, like, a domino effect of that. But it's, like, there's four quarterbacks at new schools now because one guy was named a starter and one guy got injured. It was pretty, pretty crazy. Eastern went to – oh, Eastern went to UW. And then the UW guy now is going to Fresno State. It was, like, this massive domino effect of um, one guy becoming a starter and five other schools had a quarterback shuffle. And I get it. I mean, it's got to be frustrating not to get the starting job when you work so hard for it. But at a certain point when you're on your third school and you're still not the starting quarterback, maybe switch positions or maybe you're just not that good. Hey, yeah. Martell's taking reps at wide receiver. From from reports that I saw, because uh, I, I dive deep in the Kane stuff, uh, he's been pretty, what is the word, like looking forward to just get on the field. So he's been super open to do Wildcat things, receiver yeah. things, whatever, H-back, running back stuff. They just want to kind of use him all over the field. Because he's probably our most explosive player besides Jeff Thomas. Yeah. So, well, and, you know, throw it and run it. Or DJ it, Dallas. I mean, really. Shout out. I'm a fan. <laughs> Dallas like is good. He was good. He's I was, really I was good. impressed. When he picked up that fumble and almost made a move and picked up some yardage, that was pretty cool. I, I like wild, that guy. His, what, two Wildcat snaps that each went for like over 30 yards? Jeez. Yeah, like he the, was the 95 two, yards yeah. running. 95 yeah. yards on the ground, 12 carries. You need to yeah. give him the ball more. Tate Martell just needs to become what uh, Taysom Hill is for the Saints now. Yes. Just like totally just random dude. Like returns, kickoffs, punts, stuff like Blocks that. Blocks kickoffs, yeah. yeah. Blocks them, just gets in there in the Wildcat, wide receiver, just slot. Back there punting once or twice. Back, just whatever, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Put him in at punter, kicker. I think that's the route that he needs to go. Martell lines up at quarterback, motions to tight end. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, what? People ask Taysom Hill what position he plays. He says third string. They yeah. say what position? He says all of them. <laughs> <laughs> that's a guy I used to hate so much at BYU, but like, it's he's fun watching in the NFL. I know. NFL. I'm kind of like, kind of, him. I'm yeah. kind of rooting for him yeah. every time I see him on the Saints because I'm yeah. like, you are such just like a misfit. But it just works somehow, you know. <laughs> well, he put on he puts on like ten pounds, and all of a sudden he's like made of brick. When in college he was made mm -hmm. of glass. Yep. Didn't he have like a bunch of injuries in college? I can't. He, he did. Like a, yeah, he what? had like two season-ending injuries or something. He had like six seasons of eligibility or something like that. Yeah, he had like His two two medical red shirts. Yeah. He was around for. Ever. He had like a dislocated hip or something like that. Wasn't it crazy or broken femur? Something like real bad one yeah. year. I feel like this is deserved, man. Like, yeah. if he had... He, he, well, you see what he does now, and you're like, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah How I'm old totally, is he? I'm he must totally be 40 years old. Yeah, He's like <laughs> 28. Body of a 48? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's... Because, I mean, he was there, what, 2015 was he his went final his season? Mission, yeah. yeah. Yeah, plus a mission, mm. plus a couple medical red shirts. Yeah, he's so, like... Wow, in college, yeah. yeah. He was playing college football for or in college technically longer than most people have in the nfl just put that in perspective yeah that's crazy but hey good for him 
But oh. hey, he was in college longer than I am. That's impressive. <laughs> say that. Um, what do we have? What else do we have for the Thursday night game? Because there actually oh, we got a bunch of good games. There are five straight nights of football, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. What's the Sunday night game? It's Oklahoma, uh, right? Yeah, Oklahoma, oh. Houston. All right, let, we'll get to that one. Yeah. And then so, Monday is uh, Louisville, 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 Notre Dame. Uh, uh, do you want to just run through these Thursday matchups real just, quick? Just take the one that pops out to you, the the good ones. Uh, UCLA, Cincinnati. That's okay. gonna be awesome in Cincinnati. Uh, I like the road team on that one. That's gonna be a good rematch. Uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. Nothing important. Clemson, Georgia Tech. That's gonna be a fun one. I think this Clemson stomps him though. Yeah. Oh yeah, I I'm think so. so intrigued by Georgia Tech though. He's that the is it the coach not Satterfield Collins Collins. You don't all he's gonna do is like run that clock to keep it. Oh yeah, keep the positions. He's yeah. gonna be like, all right guys, take a knee. All right, now run a dive. <laughs> well, <laughs> all they have is like 18 running backs on that roster. That's, yeah, that's like all they have. <laughs> yeah, and then the last um, intriguing game is Utah BYU for Thursday. That's the nightcap game, or is that yep, that's the latest? It yeah. starts at eight yeah. fifteen Mountain 8:15. Time. So, what time does the first game of the day start? Or first five. important game? Five Mountain oh, Time. First important game. Oh, yeah, five o'clock. Five. They're all yeah. important. UCLA Cincinnati. <laughs> I'll be also that one. Starts at five. Come on, Morgan. You State. love them all. The Morgan same. State Bowling Green. Come on. Yep. Oh boy. No, actually, secret spicy game: South Dakota State Minnesota. Is Minnesota going to be good? South Dakota State Ooh. has gone to the FCS playoffs like every single year for the past few years. They were the only team to beat North Dakota State a few years ago. Uh, that could be potentially FCS over FBS week one upset. That was going to be lead to that. Secret, secret spicy game. I was going to say, which which uh, Power 5 team is going to lose to an FCS team? Yeah, I think that one's it. on the radar. That that one could be it. Uh, otherwise, really nothing else potentially FCS over FBS. I think kind of a, a secret fun. Florida International Tulane. Could be kind of a, could be kind of a the, fun the little Green game. The Wave versus the yeah. Golden Panthers. Yep. FIU was pretty good last year. Tulane had a, a decent, okay. decent year, uh, but a lot of trash games. Yep, that's coming. Tune-up games. That's coming for me. That's saying something. Yeah, Friday is a lot of trash too. Um, Who do we have Friday? Friday we got Michigan State playing Tulsa, Wisconsin, South Florida. Those are the only two ranked teams that are playing. Um, so I like State, Wisconsin. Colorado, Purdue, Nevada. South um, Florida, Wisconsin could be somewhat entertaining this is the who's that guy charlie charlie strong charlie farewell strong. tour bet probably because like, they're not going to be seven and oh and they finish seven and seven yeah, yeah. That's like, <laughs> well, no, he's that's too expensive good. for that school like, yeah, like i think he's in texas paying like, like texas part of his contract deal and him finding a new job was that maybe texas would supplement the the payment to him so He's getting he he's in, it's like six million dollars or something like it's, that. It's something oh, wow. that Texas is yeah. paying, helping pay, and this is the last year they they help pay. So he might get fired no matter what it is. Well, they got what uh, uh, Barrett or whatever his name is was at Alabama, played played last year. Uh, he was the guy who like transferred from Alabama to ASU, didn't win. Oh, ASU, that guy transferred yeah. to South Florida. That yeah. guy transferred a lot. Yeah, I yeah. remember that guy. He was the original uh, road he warrior. He played last year. Yeah, he did. Not not great. Blake Barrett? Bla- Barnett. Blake Barnett. Blake, Blake Barnett. Barnett. Yep, that's right. Uh, let's see. What else do we have? Hold like, on. Another uh, random fact about the uh, Purdue-Nevada game. Also speaking of quarterbacks that transferred and are not starting, last chance you star Malik Henry uh, oh boy. transfers to Nevada and does not win the job. Ooh. I love you, Malik. Bummer. Malik, 
We Malik, got, we got problems. <laughs> I just booked Malik to our podcast. He just wants to fight Robbie. Nice. Oh. I finally, I finally finished uh, Last Chance to You that season uh, two for Indy. Mm. And like, <laughs> I just thought it was hilarious how just like everyone is just done. They just got cut. <laughs> that was good. So I have, a, I have a question about the Friday night games. How many points is UMass going to beat Rutgers by? <laughs> Ooh, that's a good, I like that. That's good. <laughs> Saying like 10 points, 15 points at least. How many interceptions does Arthur Sitkowski have in that game for oh Rutgers? <laughs> What's the over-under on him having five picks? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, Take the over. <laughs> so there's t- way too many games on Saturday. Way let's, too many. Let's just go and pick the best ones that we think. Well, that, so that's uh, the Sinister Six. Yeah, do we say, wanna, oh, is that the Sinister Six? Sinister Six? Oh, yeah. Oh, we, yeah. Can, we got a new lineup of games coming up. Do we want to do that right now? It is college football. Let's Wendy. do this. Wait, Sinister me, Six. I, I have a soundboard for that one, I think. Uh, oh, yeah. Now it's time for the Sinister Six. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. It was a free soundboard. <laughs> Production value. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Nate. Give okay. us your Sinister Six. For the first matchup of the season, of the year, we have a pretty good matchup. This one, um, it can go either way. This one's Auburn versus Oregon. Ooh. Played in a neutral site, Arlington. Game's going to be played on Saturday, 5.30 p.m. Auburn's the favorite to win by 3.5. And they have a freshman starting quarterback. Yeah, sure uh, Bo Nix. Yeah, right. Bo Nix. Picking yep. the heavy game first. Man, heavy starting hitter. off strong. Oh, we're coming uh, out of the gate hot. We're just picking winners, losers, right? No lines, winners, losers. no spreads. Yeah. I mean, you can chime in if you want to talk about the, the line. but uh, it's, it's week one. It's too early for lines and spreads. Hey, I already won the first uh, my first three game parlay. Like That's true, yeah. 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 Miami covered and over. Yeah. You took the over. Yep, I hit the over. I hit the 11 for Hawaii, and I hit Miami at uh, seven points. Boom! Nice. There you go. Money in the bank. Uh, so I'm like, I want, I really want Oregon to win, because that'd be so good for the pack. Yeah, nationally, if they lose, everyone's gonna be like, uh, they're, we're not gonna have anybody in the playoffs if anyone has one loss. Yeah. So we need that one. Uh, so I'm gonna go Oregon. Bert. All right. Um, I don't. God, this is so tough. But I like Sione. I want Oregon to win so badly. I really do. But I don't know. It's just like something with these opening games with Pac-12 versus SEC. They just never seem to pan out. Yeah. They just never seem to do it. And I mean, I feel like it's going to be a really good battle because Oregon supposedly has a really good offensive line. Auburn has a great defensive line. Good battles going on in the trenches. Justine Herbert, we'll see what he can do. I still don't like completely buy in on all the hype on him. I don't know why people are so high on him. I get it, he's good, but I don't think he's that good. Um, but we'll <laughs> see. I don't know. But I'm still going to go with Auburn because my gut just tells me pick against the Pac-12 because we suck. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Who do you got, Nate? Um, Man, you talk about drinking the Kool-Aid on off-season news. It happens to everybody. I'm eating the duck. I'm going Ooh. for Oregon in this one. Um, I want to believe that Justin Herbert is going to take that next, next step. We've seen flashes of him being fantastic. I think Oregon's a better overall team than they were last year. That O-line's definitely improved. I'd like to see their defense step up, step up, though they haven't been very good in the past few years. They're going to need to if they're going to win this game. You're eating the duck. Wouldn't that make you rooting for Auburn? You're a tiger eating a duck? 
I guess drinking Kool-Aid, eating duck. I, I, don't get I, into I, the semantics here. <laughs> uh, don't question I, it. Duck a la Oregon. <laughs> I'm picking all uniform team. Oh, you're, oh yeah, the best uniform. Yeah, I, I think Oregon wins it. Um, Ooh, you talk, you're talking. Uh, That's a Yahtzee. You're talking offensive line. Um, running backs, quarterback, receiver—you know—that that's yet to be determined. They got speed, um, at least. Auburn has a really phenomenal defensive line, but what else does Auburn have? They got a freshman quarterback. They got a running back who was okay last year, um, but I mean, they really don't have much in way of offense. It's going to be ugly. I'm thinking like 14-10. Like it's going to be ugly. That low ugly. of a oh, scoring yeah, really? game. Yeah, neutral site you, game. You've got I can new, see it. neutral site. I think the wow. Auburn fans are going to show up big. Um, you know, I think Oregon makes one or two plays late. Um, the over/under is fifty-six. That is outrageous. I mean, fifty-six. Well, You're saying yeah. take the under on that? Oh, absolutely. I mean, what was it last year in the bowl game? It was like seven to six. I mean, oh and Oregon gosh. has a pretty sneaky good defense. Um, so I think they win it by you know maybe four points. It's What's gonna the be line at right now? Scoring. Uh, Auburn three and a half. God, it's too it's too tight for me to bet yeah. on that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a do have a side bet. So we have a freshman quarterback, and we have NFL prospect projected what senior top senior quarterback what, three year starter. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's gonna have a better passing game? Like who's gonna have better stat line at the end? I'm saying Justin Herbert. You think so? Yeah, definitely yeah. Justin. Auburn's not known for their passing attack, and this kid's a rusher. All right. That oh, is true. Yeah, Malzahn likes to have his guys I, run. I think stat line is pretty similar, but I think when you look at the way the game plays, I think Justine Airbear will have a better <laughs> QBR down the stretch. Um, I, I think he'll he'll settle down and he'll start making plays late. Uh, I still love how we all say that name. <laughs> Continuity, baby. Yeah. Justine Albert with his duck confit. Uh, Nate, what is the next game up on there of the Sinister Six? Oh, by the way, our dear friend Craig Lee chose Oregon in that game as well. Oh, nice. The big wheel? (laughs) The big big wheel. (laughs) The big wheel. Uh, So the next game is Utah-BYU. Guys, we're jumping right in. Robbie, who you got? I got We're starting with Sione. I I think I'm pretty sure Utah is going to win, but... I know all you guys are going to pick Utah, so I need to try to take the lead here somehow. Oh, I'm going to go ahead and take BYU on this game. Oh, you're the worst. And he's there should it, be folks. some punishment when <laughs> we come back next week. Shame, <laughs> everyone. Blasphemy. Hey, I need something to get him to, se- to separate me to take the lead on this one. <laughs> I lost terrible last year. <laughs> um, I guess it's my turn. Uh, yeah, I'm going Utah on this one. I still think it's going to be a really, really close game. Um, I think everyone's going to freak out about it, um, but I think we'll come away with a W. I'm predicting somewhere around, like, I don't know, like 24-20 or, or something like that, some some sort of score that's fairly low scoring. Um, but, yeah, I just think we're going to shake off the cobwebs, look a little rusty, get really, really, really frustrated and angry on my couch a couple times. Yep, throw the yep, remote. Yeah, that'll be me. You guys yep. all watching it at home? Yeah, I'm just I'll be watching at home. Place. Yeah. I probably will. I'm gonna say 15, man. My bedtime's not too much later than that. That's, yeah, that's, that's say, a late start time. I don't know if I'm gonna make it to yeah. the, end of the game. That's, that's <laughs> a mid, on a weeknight. 8:15. Oh, that's it, not gonna end really? until like what, like 11:30. That's yeah. gonna be late. Wow. Yeah. What about all the people on the freaking East Coast? <laughs> yeah. East Coast bias is coming yeah. back. Yeah, so I'm going Utah on this one. 24-20. Um, I've got to agree. I'm going Utah as well. Who would I be if I didn't pick Utah on this one? Um, I'm expecting slow offense by the U. I'm expecting our defense to create a lot of turnovers with the pass rush and our upgraded secondary. Um, I said it before, and I'll say it again. BYU doesn't have anybody on that roster that really scares you. 
Um, but I think Utah always starts slow in the season. We always hold back from our playbook, um, especially offensively. So I expect the offense to come out slow. I expect probably about three points in the first half. And then I expect us to score three touchdowns in the second half. My final score prediction is 24-3 Utes. 24-3? Yeah, I don't think that wow. BYU offense has wow. anything. I love it. So these games are whack. We have blocked field goals. We got blocked punts, muffed punts, two-point conversions, pick sixes. Um, I think we're going to see a defensive touchdown. I think a special teams blunder that could lead to points. I think we're going to see a two-point conversion. Uh Obviously, I'm going to root for the Utes. I think probably something like 23-21, kind of like a funky, you know, two-point game. Um, so it's tied up, and then w- Utah one of those gets a sack safety. Or like safety. <laughs> oh, like, man, that'd be awesome. Dude. There's always just always just like so many weird scoring things. I mean, a couple years ago when um, – speaking of uh, what's-his-name at um, – New Orleans, uh, Taysom Hill. Oh boy. He went for the two point conversion. It was like twenty one nineteen or something like that. Um, yep. we stuffed him on the two point conversion. That game. I was there. So, something like that, like just a weird scoring game with some it, it's gonna be weird. Or hopefully fifty four ten. Yeah. That was the game where if they got it they would have won by one point. Yeah. If they didn't, yeah. Yep, that was crazy. Uh, uh, that was Sataki's first year, right? I think I so, think. yeah. All right. Uh we're on game three now. Game also three. Craig picked Oregon or uh, Utah on that one. No Did surprise. He? No surprise. Um, so it's almost a clean sweep. So we haven't gotten a clean sweep yet out of the first two games. It should have been. Come on. A couple <laughs> contrarians here. Hey, I need that. I need that. <laughs> uh, the next game is Boise State, Florida State. This is another neutral site game played on Saturday at 5 p.m. in Jacksonville. I'm taking the criminals to win this game. <laughs> uh, they are basically at home, and they have Blackman the starting, and the other team. And Florida State still got Florida State talent. So they're just going to go after it. Yeah. They just got to put it together. I think year two in Taggart, maybe he does something, but that defensive line should be able to handle that. Are we going to see Mr. Hornybrook? No. Best best last name in college football. Also, another transfer that is. That's right. Wisconsin transfer. Yep. Oh, yeah. That's a good question for later. Uh, Let me write it down. But go ahead. I'm taking Florida State. All right. Um, Yeah, I'm going Florida State as well, just because of the sheer talent. I mean, I love Boise State. I feel like they always put up a fight no matter who they're playing, but I don't know. It just it just doesn't seem it just doesn't seem like it's gonna be their game. I mean, it's basically like you said, a home game for Florida State. They're gonna have everyone riled up. They're gonna be ready to go, and I think they kind of want to you know turn it around from last season. I mean, they had that atrocious season last year, and I think they're kind of missed the bowl game too, right? Yeah, I think they I think they just want to get back on track and really start it off on a, on the right foot. So I'm going with uh, the criminals as well. Um, I think the criminals are going to come back with a vengeance in this one. Um, I'm picking Florida State as well. I just don't think Boise State traveling all that way to Jacksonville to essentially play a home Florida State game. I don't think that they're going to have the juice to to run with these guys. Obviously, the better athletes are going to be on Florida State. Um, they're going to have a lot working against them, the home crowd included. I just don't see them being able to get this done. So at first, I thought this game was going to be really exciting pretty interesting then i looked at the stats in the roster boise state loses quarterback brett ripen 3700 yards 30 touchdowns passing alexander madison 1400 yards rushing 17 touchdowns sean modster almost a thousand yards receiving eight touchdowns and aj richardson 825 yards receiving eight touchdowns i thought this game was going to be pretty close initially um they boise state is traveling with nobody from last year 
I think the Seminoles win. I think they they win pretty big. I think bigger than people expect. Oh. Well, we almost, again, had a clean sweep, but Craig had to ruin everything and pick Boise State. <laughs> oh, and quick shout-out to DeAndre Francois, holding it down in Hampton. We're rooting oh, yeah. for you, buddy. Another transfer, out. man. Yep. I forgot how many transfers there were. He's going to be starting, though, right? Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. got to be. <laughs> he gets transfers to Hampton win. and loses the job. <laughs> that would be ugh. tragic. Uh, we're on game four. Game number four. Yep. This next one is Houston versus Oklahoma. This is a... This will be a good one. I want to say this is going to be a good one. I have a feeling it's not. The line on this one is Oklahoma favored by 24.5. Ew. Yeah. I did bet uh, Mike Thompson on that. Yeah, you want to tell the (laughs) the listeners about your bet with Mike Thompson because I think it's pretty comical. Oh, God. Uh, It's just that uh, if it's Houston needs to cover that spread, if they cover the spread – Mike Thompson gives me 50 kudos, which is uh, Saxon's cryptocurrency. AKA five bucks. <laughs> yeah. Cryptocurrency. If uh, if they if they don't, then he gives I give him 10. Okay. Some yeah. weird bet like that. That's fair. And, I think and he covers. He, we were sitting around talking about it in the office, and somebody goes, "What's the what's the line on that? What's the spread?" And Mike Thompson just goes, "I don't care." Yeah, <laughs> I don't care. He says, "I don't care. They'll cover." <laughs> I think that game's gonna be like 70 to like. 33 Oklahoma. Dang. That's what I think it's going to be. It's going to they're going to blow up that spread. Dang. So I'm taking the 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 hurts so good. I'm taking the <laughs> Oklahoma hurts. Yeah, I'm right there with Sione. I think Oklahoma is going to absolutely destroy them. It's probably going to be like I don't know, 55 to like 20 or something like that. Something ridiculous. Super high scoring for them. I think Hertz is going to fit in perfectly with that offense. I think they're just going to get it going real early and they're just not going to let up. Um, I'm picking Oklahoma as well, but I'm predicting a slower start for Hertz. I think just coming from that Alabama prototypical pro style offense to this spread the ball around Oklahoma might be a little bit fast for him at first, but I can see him really settling in the second half and just blowing the doors off the Houston, what are they, the Cougars? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're, consider- you're saying it's probably going to be like, what, 21-17 first half, and then end the third quarter, it's going to be like 45-21 still? Something like that, <laughs> yeah. I am really excited for Oklahoma to go heavy option again. It's going to be like old school Ooh. Oklahoma. <laughs> Um, I was reading I something. So. They have like like the, some of the best running back combos. Hertz is a phenomenal runner. Uh, what you guys are forgetting though is that all Houston offensive questions aside, it's still the Oklahoma defense. Mm. Um, I think they cover. I, I think that Oklahoma obviously wins big, but I think it's something like like sixty to forty five, sixty forty, like one, one of those. Um, yeah, they're they not cover. They, they still they still lose, you know, significantly. But I think twenty four points is too much, you know. That Oklahoma defense is horrible. Yeah, that defense won't be able to stop, like, Derek King. Derek King, yeah. yeah. He, he, dude is phenomenal. I mean, yeah. until he got injured last year, he had, like, what, like 40 touchdowns. He was averaging, like, 400 yards a game or something. He's a monster. Outrageous. He was on killer. pace to be, like, like the t- all-time touchdown leader in a season and then, like, shattered his knee. I think I saw him when he first hurt his knee or first tweaked it because he kept playing after it, but it was one after he ran in for a touchdown and kept running. And then slipped on a track. Oh, yeah. He, like, and then stopped, and you yeah. saw it, and you're like, ooh, yeah. that's not it good. It was that kind of thing. Yep. Well, we got our first sweep. The big wheel picked Oklahoma as well. Nice. Oklahoma bing, bing, bing. Yahtzee. Okay, next game, we have got Fresno State versus USC. 
is this the start of the Clay Hilton farewell tour? <laughs> it very well could be if you see well loses that game. Uh, I was very heavy Fresno State on this until I realized that new quarterback and I think two of the main receivers are gone. Yeah, Keyshawn Johnson's been lighting it up for the Cardinals. Uh, so I'm going to go USC on this one because it's going to go air raid offense. Line is set at USC 13.5, by the way. Uh, if I was a better, I'm still going to take USC. I think the talent level <laughs> is, uh, especially if they're just going to be throwing it, they, oh, yeah. they're going to give some opportunity. All they're going to do is just like post routes or go routes. Just go, go, go it's routes. going to be a lot of mossing route. going on. They return, what, like three, three of their leading receivers from last year, something yeah. like that, and their quarterback? Yeah. JT Daniels? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So I got USC. Yeah, same thing here. I got USC. It's kind of my same explanation for Florida State and Boise State. I mean, Fresno State's losing people. USC has the overall talent level. I think JT Daniels will be better now that he's in his sophomore year, right? He was a freshman last yeah, year. Yeah, true freshman, sophomore. True freshman. Yep. So he'll be he'll be a little bit better this year. Um, it's at USC. Yeah, I just don't I don't see Fresno State getting it done. Yeah, I mean, this one's at the Coliseum. The talent level is just completely stacked for USC. They always have some of the best talent in the nation. We'll see. This, this, they got a new coach. If he loses to Fresno State, his seat is instantly on fire. So he's got something to prove here. Is it Graham Harrell, right? Is that yeah. the no. – okay. Yeah. Um, after Kingsbury was hired for a week – yeah. And then went to the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, that guy keeps on failing forward. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's God. True. It's the, it's the American it. dream. I don't understand it. No. <laughs> Tall, handsome, played quarterback, was, you know, all American, does mediocre and gets promotions. Man, yeah. God, that's like. It's another that's, Lane Kiffin. Yeah. He's friends with Patrick <laughs> Mahomes, guys. Oh, that's the reason why. That's the reason why. Yeah. Gosh. Uh, I think USC wins. I don't know if they cover Fresno State. It's kind of funny that Jeff Tedford has a team with a good defense. Um, after you know the phenomenal offenses that he had for ever, um, I think USC wins it uh, maybe by like ten points. I, I don't think. Oh, so okay, nice. Okay, and then the last one. This is just a fun one. Northwest. Wait, what, did, what did Craig say? Oh, Craig. Oh, yeah, oh Craig. big wheel. USC. That's USC. another clean oh, sweep. Another bing, bing, bing. Um, the last one is Northwestern versus Stanford. This is just a fun matchup. This one's being played at Stanford. Um, the line is set at Stanford by six point five. Uh, Northwestern, didn't they destroy Utah at the bowl game last year? We don't talk about that. It didn't I happen. forgot. And, and they got Hunter Johnson now? Yeah. And That was that game was the last time I puked from drinking. Oh. <laughs> out of sheer sadness. Uh, even with all that, though, I'm going to take Stanford on this one. I feel that uh, all offseason and like most of last year, people were like, yo, Stanford can't run the ball no more. And they're gonna try. They're gonna really try to push this running game. They're gonna. Just, they, they have to. That's their identity. And they. I feel like they lost it. So I'm going with them. And Northwestern's formula has been: let's just win it at the end somehow. <laughs> somehow, some way. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. This one was kind of a toss-up for me. Um, I don't really know too much about either of these teams, like what they're returning or anything like that. But um, I don't know. I just kind of wanted to pick Northwestern on this one just because <laughs> I just I just felt like everyone was going to pick Stanford because they're the ranked team. Uh, they still got, what, K.J. Costello, right? Yes, yes. Costello's still he's, there. Yeah, he's phenomenal. He's still really good. It's at Stanford. But I don't know. I'm just going to go wild card on this one and go Northwestern. They also have that transfer QB from – where did he come from? Clemson. Clemson, yeah. yeah. So hopefully he can do good things. No, I have no real analysis on this one besides eh, Northwestern. 
Um, I'm going to go Stanford on this. Um, I believe in the Cardinal. Uh, I believe in the Pac-12, maybe stupidly so. Um, and also, I've got to give a shout-out to my guy, former, former Brighton Bengal, Simi Fahoko. Watch out for him. He's uh, I think he's like number 17 or something like that, playing wide receiver. He's mm. Watch out for the uh, tall, skinny, fast kid. <laughs> he's at Stanford? Yeah, he's at Stanford. Smart kid, though. Mm-hmm, very wow. smart. Yeah, I think Stanford takes it. Um, kind of the, the revenge game when Stanford was last ranked, traveled to Northwestern, lost. It was like what, like sixteen ten, really ugly defensive game. Um, one of the best, I think he was probably the second best quarterback in the Pac-12 last year was KJ Costello. Um, when you look at him statistically, I think Garner Minshew was the only quarterback who had a better season. Um, but I think Hunter Johnson's also a step up over uh, Clayton Thorson from last year. Oh, um, but you know, Stanford lost. What was it JJ Arcega Whiteside? Mm-hmm. Dude is phenomenal. That's right. um, he's now he was he's been lighting it up in preseason. He looks good. Uh, but I think Stanford gets the revenge. Uh, line is like six and a half. I think that's pretty fair. Pretty pretty decent defenses, and I think we'll be we'll see some good quarterback play though. Not a whole lot of offense in that game. I wouldn't think. Is that a clean sweep on that one or no? No, because I picked Northwestern. Oh, that's right. You yep. did. Of course you did. I ruined it. Uh, <laughs> Big Ten over Big Ten here. bias. Big Ten Burt. Is Indiana State uh, FFCS school? Yes. It's got to be. So they're playing Kansas, and the line on that is minus four for Kansas. <laughs> wow. So, Kansas. so Vegas. disrespect. So Vegas <laughs> thinks that's going to be a super close game. And former LSU and national championship winning head coach, that's Les right. Miles. <laughs> All right, what do, we have, what do we have next here, guys? Oh, and that was Nate's uh, Sinister Six brought to you by Powerade. Also Sinister sponsored by, Six. Also sponsored by Little Caesars. Kirkland Water. <laughs> Who's choosing these sponsors? I did not okay any of this. Uh, <laughs> that was a long process to get, to, to get that. A lot of offers. A very tedious I think process uh, a couple of other games we didn't mention. Ole Miss Memphis has some kind of secret spice yeah. to it. Um, that could potentially that could be, be kind one. of a shootout. Yeah. Um, I like Memphis's uniform, that silver that one, tiger. Yeah. That one is in our college uh, pick'em league, and you know how we have the confidence points? I yeah. put that as one point because I had no idea. I was like, oh, <laughs> this is a toss-up, honestly. Yeah, that'll, Memphis that'll be a Memphis lost a lot of talent. I, I think Ole Miss definitely went. Uh, doesn't Memphis still have the same quarterback? Was like Brady White or something like that? Hasn't he been there for like three years, four years? I don't remember who that Do is. not know. Didn't they lose their whole running time. game? Like yeah, both running backs? Uh, Henderson and – Pollard. Yeah, Henderson was like – that guy was a beast. Um – other kind of sneaky fun games. I think Eastern Washington, Washington, because Eastern Washington's like one of the original FCS, FBS busters. So we're still on Saturday school yeah. day games, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Hate Washington. I hope they lose. Um, North Carolina, South Carolina, kind of is oh, a that's a good one. Bit of a sneaky. You got Mac Brown back in action uh, after what three, four years, four years off of coaching. Mm-hmm. Um, South Carolina South without Carolina, Debo. What what are they going to look like? Yeah, no Debo Samuels. Uh, I think that's it, though. The uh, the Virginia Pittsburgh game is a one point a one point line. I've seen also Virginia yeah, Tech. Bronco Mendenhall, failed BYU coach. <laughs> R.I.P. I mean, he's doing well. At Virginia. He's doing. Great. He definitely is. Yeah, second best quarterback in the ACC, Bryce Perkins. Bryce Perkins, yeah. Virginia. Hands down. Yep. Hands yeah. down. That guy was the the best quarterback. You don't know. Yeah, Isn't I think, he a I think transfer Virginia as well? I think he transferred, sat out a year, and last year was his first year starting. Yeah, I, Virginia I could be sneaky good this year. Yeah, that's good. the only real team I'm scared of in our in the Coastal. Yeah. So because we have to play them, but we play them at, at in Miami this year. You'll probably be okay then. Yeah, so I'm hoping. 
when's that Virginia? Game? <laughs> when's the Virginia game on? Uh, is it, it is Saturday at five thirty. Oh, yeah, okay. That's Mountain Mountain Standard Time on the Mountain, ACC Network. Uh, do you think Penn State will cover the spread of thirty six and a half against Idaho? Yes. Yeah, I'm gonna go with yes. I was trying to 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 get the big wheel to bet me, and he didn't do it. And I said, okay. Look, you're so confident Utah's going to be 4-0 after four games, right? He's like, yeah. I said, if they make that, I'll give you 20 bucks. But if they lose one game, you give me 10 bucks. Uh. And he's like, no, 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 can't do it. The big wheel turned into the flaccid wheel. (laughs) (laughs) Big wheel got a flat tire. I said, I'll I'll put the money up right now. Let's do it. (laughs) It's just, you know, it's going to be a hard bet. Uh, do we have any – what are what is the Sunday games picks? What do we have for Sunday? Sunday is just Houston, Oklahoma. Is that the only game? Yep. Wow. Yep, and then Monday that is – That game's going to get ratings, though. Monday is tune in that game. Notre well, Dame and Louisville. Louisville. Notre Dame and Louisville? Louisville. Yeah, oh, it's because the Notre Dame has that ACC contract. That's right, because they have to fulfill a certain amount of ACC games every year. Mm-hmm. So they can stay within playing basketball within the ACC. Mm. Oh, true. That's what they do it for. Uh, Notre Dame favored by 20 and a half. Do we think that they double on that cover? I mean, Louisville is trash. They had one of the uh, worst seasons of any power. Uh, Notre Dame starts slow, generally. I think it'll be close. Well, I feel back for another year as a starter. They could hit the ground running. I hope I think they do. Notre Dame will easily, easily cover that. I don't know. I think it's going to be close because I think Louisville's team gave up last year after they realized that, you know, that dude uh, Petrino's leaving or he was good, fired or whatever. They're all like, oh, let's just stop playing, guys. You know? They protested. Yeah. yeah. Half of them were taking knees. <laughs> 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 all right. Uh, what do we have next now? Have uh, user questions? I have a couple oh, user yeah, questions. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. All right. We got, the first question was submitted by my friend J-Rock. You can find him at uh, at J-Rock, I guess. I just made that up. <laughs> uh, Plug in their social. Yes. J-Rock is a very talented rapper. Thank you, J-Rock, for writing in. That makes me think of uh, Trailer Park Boys. Isn't that uh, the name of the rapper in Trailer Park that Boys, is. J-Rock? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, he asks, in three years, can Utah legitimately compete for a natty? No. 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 Wow. I thought someone would say yes. No. I, don't, I just don't think so. Really? I think it goes back to your argument that you keep talking about, the blue chip recruits. Oh, yeah. Well, that's yeah. just facts, though. Exactly. So then why is it even a question? <laughs> I'm a fan, but, but I'm are not Are we recruiting delusional. well? Are we rec- aren't, isn't Utah recruiting at a high level yet or no? Yeah. And I kind of like feel the, like we're getting some good players. Yeah, we're getting some good players, but we're never going to be at that level where we have that talent to compete for a national championship. I just I, I don't gotcha. know. like. Because USC take, has it's take a huge, Clemson blue chippers right It's going to take like a huge turning of the college football tide for Utah to be like a powerhouse program and well, finally get up there. You think about it, you got Clemson, Alabama, Georgia, uh, Oklahoma. We can toss Texas in there. Ohio State. Um, Ohio, the, oh, oh, Ohio the Ohio State. State's ranked number one in blue uh, chippers right even, now. Yeah. Even, Michigan. you know, we'll, we'll say Michigan. We'll say, um, you know, Florida. We can add Florida in there. Um, well, that's, Utah, if it comes down to – we make it to the playoffs. We play one of four teams. It's going to be one of those four teams. Yes. I don't know how many times I could pick Utah to, to win any of those games and then advance to face any one of those other teams in the natty. I mean, it's just – I mean, we have a special team this year. You know, if if our linebackers were – you know, I think if we had a better linebacker core, I, I would say that this is one of the most talented Utah teams that I've seen, um, certainly in, like, very recent years. You know, it's, it's a special team. It's going to be a special year, but – 
even in a special year, you know, I still don't think we'll, we'll get done. And I mean, you could have Bama could be in a down year and they could still make it to the playoffs. They're just, they're that good talent wise. Yeah. I just think there's a select few, like, I don't know, 10 to 15 college football teams that just have that factor that they could play for a national championship. And everyone else is just kind of, I don't know, they're just kind of almost out of it. Oh, at LSU can add LSU <laughs> in there. Especially with the yeah. playoff nowadays. In a deficit of talent on your team, it takes an outstanding coach to take you over the top. Like Urban Meyer, like mm-hmm. many of these other coaches. I don't see Kyle Whittingham. I think he's proven time and time again that he's not the coach to take us there. I, I think Kyle does a great job, but he, he's, he's the that. coach who can consistently win decently with the talent that we have. Um, but we would need a lot of really special talent to get us there. You know, now competing for Rose Bowls every few years, yeah, I could see that. But competing for the Pac-12 every few years, I think we've reached this point mm-hmm. where we've gone through the growing pains. You know, I mean, we only joined, you know, a Power 5 conference eight years ago. Yeah. You know, seven years ago. We built this program really fast. You see what what's happening to TCU right now. You know, they, they're kind of regressing. Um, Colorado's kind of regressing. You know, some of these teams that took that step up with us, um, but we're still we're still rising, you know, and the recruiting's getting better. I think the talent levels are going up. Um, Consistent Pac-12 contender. You know, every I, I, year. I think Pac-12 South contender. Yes, you know, barring crazy injuries or you know a, a ridiculous overturning on the coaching staff. Um, you know, Pac-12 championships. Yes, Rose Bowls. I could see every few years. You know, we have a shot at a Rose Bowl, but. I just don't see the natties. Yeah. I think the miracle season would be getting to the playoff, but then, yeah. like you said, Stephen, I don't see us winning any against any of the other teams, they're, unless all the other teams, unless it's just an insane well, year. It's going to have to be this year. Level. If, yeah. Within three years, it's going to have to be this year. Yeah. You guys took a totally different turn than I thought you guys would do. It's because we're realists. Wow. Realists on this podcast. I've had my heart broken by my youths way oh, too many times. Um, and the month of November is on the calendar so yep. <laughs> that's an important month and that's a month that the youths are like well i think we're gonna sit this one eh, let's squander this one can we like schedule like two bye weeks in the month of november then we can go like 10 and 10 that'd be great and don't forget arizona state is still on the schedule uh, the oh, fighting herms fighting herms <laughs> oh can we can we uh talk about how nate's uh meme got to the top of what was it utah uh, football utah reddit football reddit <laughs> oh what was it wait what <laughs> meme it was the meme of the like the cheating boyfriend guy who's checking oh, out the that girls one yes. oh, yeah 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 what the the guy was set up for those of you who haven't seen it the guy was set up as utah football his girlfriend was set up as pac-12 championship and then the girl he was checking out was arizona state yeah unranked uh, arizona it was like state. Yeah, losing to unranked like, arizona state yeah <laughs> check that. it out utah football subreddit uh here's a fun question my friends sent up he says he believes in utah and everything but are we ever going to put teams away? He says that we always let leave teams. Oh yeah, I saw that. I thought that was funny. Games. I mean, there's been plenty of games where we put teams away, like that I can think of. Like, remember that one year where we just absolutely dominated Oregon and then jumped up to number three in the rankings, oh, and then yeah. everyone was like, "Ah, we're not oh, that tra- good." The Travis Wilson year was like what, like yep. sixty-two yep. to twenty. And, and yeah, the, and that was yeah, the fake, crazy. the fake uh, punt return where it looked like Covey was going to get it, and then Booby ended up running it back. That was, <laughs> awesome. that was amazing. That was a great game. I mean, last year. Like last Stanford. year, we had like three or four games. We yeah, put Stanford, away. UCLA last year just absolutely crushed Dude, them. What was it? Arizona. We had like the fake punt that everyone was in an uproar. They're like, "Oh, they were up by twenty points." Yeah, and they called Arizona. a fake punt. And you're like, uh, "Yeah, so, like it was." Yeah. We have a crazy Australian punter. Like, so first I don't, we're I don't do know that. how legitimate this question is because I feel like we do put people away, but we just don't do it consistently because we're not a great team yet. But I yeah, think we have I had like plenty of like I like that answer a lot. Up by ten in the third quarter, and then it's a nail biter at the end. It's mm-hmm. we've we've had plenty of those. I think what you have to remember is Utah either plays up to their competition or down. It's for better mm-hmm. or for worse. 
it's going to be pretty close games throughout the season. We'll have a couple just random blowouts where we will put that team away, but we'll also have games that are way closer than they need yeah. to be. And it's always the games that are super close that you remember. Yeah, that's true. You know. Yeah, and I think, I mean, Kyle's a defensive-minded coach. Defensive-minded coaches, they, they want to take care of the football. They want to run the football. You know, when Pac-12, I mean, it still is kind of the conference of quarterbacks. You look around the whole Pac-12 and, you know, even got even Colorado, who's not a good team. They have a phenomenal quarterback. Um, Montez, is yeah, that Stevie is? Montez, and he still has he's streaky. Yeah, Love I don't know about phenomenal. He's streaky. He he has the potential to be phenomenal. And so you yeah, know when when you have a, a quarterback good. who has the potential to get the hot hand, you can't get conservative and start running the clock. Our next question. Oh, that last question was uh, given to us by at Mike Good. I don't know his thing, but maybe look him up. I guess shout out at Mike Good. Give him a retweet. Give him a follow. <laughs> the next question is from my cousin Easy. He. This is a hot topic one, so I don't know if we want to really get get into it. But it's uh, how do we feel about college players getting paid, or should no. they get paid? They should. I say yes. I think they should get paid. Yeah, because I think they should be compensated in some sort of. They're sacrificing their body. They're making a bunch of money off of their jerseys, and they're not guaranteed four year uh, four year scholarships. I'm like, if the guy got hurt one year, then he can't play football no more. He's out of the school. Here's an easy solution. Let EA Sports make NCAA football 2020. Please. And oh. let EA Sports please, pay please, the players. Please. Yep. Uh, I say absolutely not. They're already getting, what, $50,000 worth of compensation. I had to work two jobs to pay for my college degree. I have friends, family that have $50,000, well, $70,000. <laughs> <laughs> we, we're talking chugging or running because it's, it's about the same speed. Wow. Either way. <laughs> nice That's turn. a good answer. Nice answer. I love that. Um no, I've got friends out there that, you know, thirty, forty, fifty, seventy thousand dollars in student loan debt. You know, these guys are they're eating the best meals, you know, the, the not a- always the athlete oh dude, the athlete cafeteria serves such good food at the U. I'm telling well, you a Pac twelve school. Yeah. USC you know, better economy than most other schools. True. You're getting you know, I mean, they're staying in room and board for free, a free education. I mean, come on, that's that's compensation. You are a college athlete. You're there. You're there to go to school. Come on. These guys don't want to go to school though. They uh, want to play football. Like my boy Cardell Jones said, I didn't come here to play school. <laughs> <laughs> is that a legit I quote? About that is that. an that absolute. Yeah, that is a legitimate tweet that he tweeted back in like I don't know, like twenty. Wasn't that when? Wasn't that when they won the Natty? I think. Yeah, he tweeted it like so. right before um, the whole injury thing happened, where <laughs> he got thrust into it. But yeah, once he got once he started, <laughs> then people were looking back at his Twitter and they're like, this guy is off the <laughs> he's off the chains. <laughs> I think the fact of the matter is these guys are the product of a multi-billion dollar industry without the players there is no college football so yeah just give yeah. them a taste like give everyone, them a livable wage get pay, pay a minimum wage everyone's protesting the nfl but think about it they have a free, ncaa has a free labor workforce exactly completely free mm-hmm. and we're protesting the nfl i'm like who's the real guys the nfl is boring yeah it is very true boring. It's no, no fun league <laughs> this this article Cardale Jones, who once said, we ain't come here to play school, graduates. <laughs> he did. I remember that. I saw the pictures. Congratulations. Congratulations. 
he at might, Cardale he, Jones. He might Good for be, you. He might be one of my favorite Buckeyes of all time, <laughs> just because he's so. Re- he's also the one who went to the hospital and played like some cancer kid in uh, NCAA or Madden and beat him oh, by yeah. like ninety. Give me a break. The media reported on it, and they said like Cardale Jones goes in and beats this kid by eighty-five, and Cardale Jones retweets it and says, "No, nah, I beat him by 95. <laughs> oh my! I hope he won Donkey of the Day for that one. Oh my gosh! <laughs> it's like the Dave Chappelle skit came to life. <laughs> In your face. <laughs> yep. Nothing. Uh, <laughs> 12 gauge has a soft spot in my heart. <laughs> uh, and then I have a final one. That's a fun one here. Okay. It's no, no, nowhere near serious. So in the current landscape that we have right now, what current trend? So it's, you're the head fo- football coach. Okay. So what current uh, quarterback transfer would you take if you're guaranteed to have three years with them? Depends what coach they transferred this year. The yeah. quarterback transferred this so you're, year. You're the you're the coach, and okay. you automatically get him for three years eligible. So Trevor Lawrence, got, easy. No current transfer. He's oh he okay sorry. So we've got Tate Martell. <laughs> Who else we got? Oh uh, Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. I thought you were just saying uh, if Fields. anyone could transfer anywhere, oh, like, no, who would no, you no. pick? I'm like this is easy. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone who just transferred this yeah. year. Uh, Eason, no, yeah, Eason. So, guy Eason, are, are we going back to like when Tuttle transferred? Yeah, because then Kelly Bryant back. was back then too, yeah. around the same time. Who so Kelly Fields. Bryant? Justin Fields, Justin that's Fields right. Is in there. So, who do you take? And who do you guys take? Who are you going with, uh, Buckeye? You're you're coaching the Buckeyes right now, so who are you taking? It's hard because you like haven't seen these guys play. That's why they I transferred. They're all like know, not. Right? Oh, well, the only geez. one that's known is Hurts. Hurts is like yeah. what? And Kelly Bryant. Yeah, oh yeah, Bryant. Kelly Bryant's good. And Six and two. Those are the yeah, only two guys that I'd want, really, because they're proven. Yeah. I don't know, man. I think if you look at it in terms of floor and ceiling, I think Jalen Hurts is the safer choice. But I would probably pick Kelly Bryant just because I think he's more of a dynamic player. I think he's got better arm talent than Jalen Hurts. I like that a lot. I think it depends what coach am I. Is it just any coach? Because cer- certain systems. It's your team. Cer- certain systems. What coach fits your system? We know you're running the triple option. Yeah. What coach Steven? fits your system? <laughs> Jalen Hurts, triple option, baby. Come you're on. Going okay. we're, we're running He's a, a thick spread. Body. He's pretty a much a fullback. Pistol, yeah. Spread pistol triple option. Um, no, I think he's a proven winner. You know, even in like the, the Natty a few years ago when he was a freshman, won it. You know, he had what, like a 27 yard touchdown run on just a complete broken play. I mean, He's a he's got some special magic to him, and I think he proved last year in the SC championship game. I actually I, I didn't mind Alabama winning, seeing Hurts come off the bench, kind of was great comeback story, played phenomenally. I'm, I'm taking Hurts hands down, and then we're taking all three chips. You know that dude squat 495 at 18 years old. He's all gym. Hurts did. He oh did. Wow. He's like what all gym of, like solid. Mm-hmm. Man, that's like my warm up though. <laughs> what is this amateur hour? Hey. Uh, I think I like Kelly Bryant a lot, but I got to go with Tate the Hate Martell. Tate the oh, Hate boy. Martell. Yeah. I don't know. I like his hype. I like his moxie. I like everything about him. He's, yeah. Is he a ginger? I can't kinda, tell. Kind of. No, kind of Baker kinda Mayfield, dirt. Johnny yeah. Manzellish a little bit. Oh What's yeah. That? What was that line? Oh, it's uh, <laughs> solid verbal. He's got a little yeah. Baker Mayfield in him. So he's what? Short and kind of a prick. Little <laughs> 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 magic. I, I I remember seeing comparisons to uh, Johnny Manziel when when they were talking about Tate Martell. And I could see him; he's an electric guy, short little white guy playing quarterback, a little, little, little Johnny Manzellish. Yeah, I'm just gonna go Buckeye Homer and just say Justin Fields. I mean, he's got a lot of hype. I think he's gonna be a good player. We'll see how good this year. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else on our list or what? We're gonna talk about first year coaches. First year coaches. 
Okay. Yeah, do we want to do a first year or second year coach that, or, or you know, team with a first or second year coach that could be kind of fun to watch? Uh, I'm going to say the Hurricanes. Case closed. <laughs> Mac Brown, first year in a new system. Mac Brown. Yes, I, I love that one. I think uh, Saturday proved that Hurricanes are not going to be an exciting team to watch. So sorry uh, about sorry about that. They're going to be. We're going to have. I think at least a hundred turnovers taken this year. <laughs> so much turnover chain. Also, uh, Gary Anderson getting promoted from Weber State to Utah State. I think he's the prodigal do really son. Well. Yeah, homegrown talent. I don't really know. <laughs> Ryan Day's a first-year coach. Yeah, come uh, that's on, true. man. Yeah, I just I forget that because he was already coaching there for three games last year, and I feel like he was already running things. So I think it's a it's gonna as of right now, like we said earlier, uh, unproven commodity. Ryan Day going from Urban Meyer to any coach is a huge step down. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah so I'd like to down. see how long that can, what happens there. Yeah. Yeah. Ohio State's got a lot of question marks. Uh, second year coach, obviously Scott Frost. Nebraska was the yeah. absolute best. I mean, differential from first six games to last six games. I mean, they were just they were phenomenal the, the second half of the year. Um, I'm excited to see what what Chip Kelly does at UCLA yep. year two. Yep, yep, yep. Mm, I think yeah, they, they found their they found their running back. It's the their quarterback's now a true sophomore, second year in the system. Um, you know, is that offense going to look more like the old Chip Kelly offense? I mean, last year what they were huddling up, taking snaps from under center. You know, with Dorian Thompson Robinson now uh, with Josh Kelly. Mm-hmm. Um, are we going to get a little bit of the uh, oh god, what, what was his name back in the day when when Chip was at Oregon? You had uh, Kenyon Barner, Lamichael yeah, James, James, and who was the quarterback? Darren Mar- Thomas. Darren Thomas and yeah, Mariota. Mariota. No, before them. Uh, oh, Mazzoli. Mazzoli. Yeah, Jeremy yeah, Is, is it going to be kind of like you know that that combination when Chip Kelly's offense team. is running good? They have a phenomenal running back, really good dual threat quarterback. I was uh, listening to Bruce Feldman on the Solid Verbal. It's another not Solid Verbal, the Audible. It's a different podcast I listen to. And he was saying he was scouting all the the Pac-12 teams on Fox for, for Fox, and he said that the, there's a huge difference between last year's UCLA team to this year, especially on the defense. He says they're all massive. They're probably like the, he said like the second largest team he's seen. Dang, and they're all super long. Yeah, like, like very, Eric Armstead, DeForest yeah. Buckner, yeah. all Chip six, Kelly recruits, six foot five defensive tackles. Yeah, yeah. all three, the, all the tackles are 300 plus. He says. All okay. super lanky and long. I'm a little worried about UCLA. I, uh, I think that they can be mm-hmm. sneaky good. Yep. And it, it, you can't, you can't root up. against Chip Kelly. Yeah. It, so I I'm really excited. I think the Cincinnati game, we'll see where they're at. Yeah. Yep. Oh, it's going to be such a good game. I'm, I'm real excited for that. Uh, coaches on the hot seat who are, not, who are not named Helton <laughs> no, or Malzahn. No way. No way. Harbaugh is not a. Jim Harbaugh. Hot Guy seat. can't win a big game to save his life, but he's not on the hot seat yet. Who's the, who can we not say? Uh, Gus Malzahn or uh, Clay Helton, because this is the, this is the yeah. Malzahn-Helton Ooh. award. That is true. I did write this question down before week zero. Seeing that game, he's, he's number one. Sumlin. Oh, my God, dude. What are you doing? What about uh, Will Muschamp? Think he could be on the hot seat at South Carolina? I think they've been pretty are low at South Carolina. Yeah. They've been pretty mediocre for a long yeah, time. Yeah, unfortunate for them. Yeah, I mean they went from uh, they went from the old ball coach to uh, mediocrity. It's it's kind of sad. Who's the new USC coach? D- the new no USC coach? Yeah, yeah. No, uh, in like still, three weeks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was it's still no, helping. Okay, but the Graham Harrell's the new offensive coordinator. Okay, okay. I was gonna say because if they got a new coach, that seat is still hot from the last guy. <laughs> yeah, Clay Helton is. I give him five games, six games. Oh, man. Unless they torch it, 
Yeah, unless, unless, start, unless they just completely turn it around and just pull pull something out. Throwing up 80 points be, a game. I mean, yeah. they still have USC talent. Yeah, yeah that's true. That's and true. according to that blue chip ratio, they have the same amount of blue chippers as Clemson and Oklahoma and everyone that is else. That's true. Does. Comes with egos, though. Yep. Yeah. Those egos, we haven't seen them play very well together lately. So uh, are we really excited for uh, Urban Meyer to be at USC next year? <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> I'm going to say Clay Helton gets fired week six. Gra- Graham Harrell is like the, the interim. Interim, yep. And then Urban Meyer steps out of retirement and comes Ur- ahead. Urban Meyer sitting there on the, the Fox pregame, <laughs> like sitting there like, yeah, we only have like 10 people that watch us. I'm out. Like, I'm yep. going to go back to coaching. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> Let's be honest. Does anyone, does anyone watch that show? I mean, come on, you got college game day. That's college that's the tradition. That's the kickoff game. Yep. I would like to see some competition, but yeah, no, it ain't it ain't the Fox it's Sports. They're not there yet. Game, yeah. yeah, once they lose Corso, I think it'll start swaying another direction. God, I think I love Herbstreit more. I kind of feel like Herbstreit's kind of like he's coming not, to his own. Yeah, like I don't. I feel like he's not at least outwardly biased towards anybody. I kind of feel he's like, gotten better. Yeah, yeah. he used to I, always be Ohio State. Like, <laughs> oh yeah. Those guys are just really good. Yeah, I, saw, <laughs> I saw something. It was like, I love playing the NCAA football games in the offseason so I could scream, screw you, Kirk Curb, shoot at my TV, and be, <laughs> and be in midseason form by week one. <laughs> Back when he was so overly biased. <sighs> no, nah, was it Reese Davis? He's, he's a pretty good, you know, pretty yeah. good leader. Um, I, I don't think college game will ever be overtaken. I mean, that is, that is the most unique TV show of all time. You know, I mean, what other show could you have 40,000 hammered people screaming behind mm-hmm. the announcers? Uh, it's just that, yeah. It's and the little so tune they have, random, it's perfect. Yeah. yeah. Random side note on College Game Day. Um, did you guys watch um, last week when Desmond Howard said bitch on live TV? Yes. No. Oh, yeah. my yeah. Quoting, quoting a Dave Chappelle skit yep. <laughs> in the process. Come on, Desmond Howard. Yep. Yep. He, oh, somebody awesome. said, uh, somebody was saying, is this like um, – what was the? What, they asked him something about the Ohio State Michigan game, and they were like, "Yeah, Ohio State's gonna win it or something." And then he said, "Is Desmond Howard gonna have to choke a bitch?" Yeah, like, he literally yeah. said that on live TV. That's the Wayne Brady line. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh wow. <laughs> there was something else that was dropped that that same show too. They they got a little lax on it. Uh, I love College Game Day. First show jitters. <laughs> it's the be- yeah. best way to wake it's up. It's in the morning. Disney World too. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and I only I only knew that that happened because I was watching and randomly out of nowhere Desmond Howard just like has this 5 second monologue where he's just like I apologize if I offended anyone earlier in the show. I said something that I probably shouldn't have said. Once again, I apologize, and we can move on. And I was like, what did he say? You're like, wait, wait rewind. Yeah, I had to Google it, and I found it on Twitter yeah, somewhere. Don't acknowledge it. Just keep going. I was like, yeah, seriously. what did he say? <laughs> Never feed it to the crowd. Yeah. All right, what else we got? Uh, Did we talk about the Utah Outlook? Yeah, we, I think we did that last last week. I mean, we talk about Utah enough. Lots, yeah. lots happened. That's lots fair. Happened since then, uh, I, I don't really have anything else. All right, nothing else from you guys. That's all I got this week. That's it. All right, well, Utes. That was a good show. It was a long show. Uh, you guys want to put in your your Twitter handles? Maybe someone someone. Nah, someone, I got two followers. One of the followers might. I, I got I got hacked out. out of my Twitter and had to create a new one, and I huh. think I only have did like you? ten followers now. Yeah. Uh, the last time I tweeted was like a month ago, but before that, it had been a full year. <laughs> All right. Well, if anyone wants to socialize with me, my name is <laughs> at the Club King. That's T H E K L U B K I N G, and that's a, pretty much all social. I don't yeah. even remember mine. If anyone wants to follow me, you can find me at Robert C Condoff on Twitter. Also, at the- Vibe dot Conduit on Instagram. 
find me at neat benner across all social media platforms um and also uh i believe it's at ultra euphoric on reddit something like that i thought you were gonna say some dj thing that sounds like a cool dj name ultra euphoric <laughs> no it was like, like some gamer like tag somebody came up to me <laughs> no like it's pretty rave. cool but yeah uh follow that for uh, all your utah memes nice i don't even remember my my social handles it's uh, but it's steven gonsalves on everything all right, guys. Thanks a lot for uh, listening to us. Uh, and I hope I'm right on all of the Sinister Six picks. Oh, wait. Uh, follow yeah. at Lunch Time or at Lunch Football Talk on oh, Facebook. That's our new. That's Facebook right. We just started our Facebook page. That's where we'll be posting everything. Um, every episode. Probably probably should get an Instagram up and running too. But yeah, uh, yeah it's at Lunch Football Talk because I couldn't say Lunch Time Football Talk because apparently they said you have to use like real words or something. It didn't like it when I said time, so it's mm. at Lunch. Thanks, Football Facebook. Talk. At yeah. Sylvia. Wow. Zuck, it's, it's, Zuck got us again. too busy smoking meats, Zuckerberg. <laughs> Sweet baby Ray. Get Zuck, back, get back if to you're work. as upset about this as we are, go ahead and at Sylvia Patempa for all of your Facebook grievances. <laughs> fix, fix Facebook. <laughs> fix Facebook. Hashtag fix Facebook. All right, guys. Thanks a lot for listening. Peace out. Go Utes. Go Utes. Go Utes.